Hi, my name is Kevin McQuillan, and the following pre-recorded conversations are my attempt to make sense of the human experience through the practice of yoga. I hope you enjoy. Good morning. I'm going to share with you what I've been considering over the last little while. And it is oriented towards a relationship to body. And so the idea is that you make this relevant to you and your relationship to your body. I've been exploring my own over the last couple of weeks. I was up in the US recently teaching. And uh, I, I would say pretty much the whole time I was gone, my body was not feeling very good. Just the travel, uh, new environments, new food, new this, new that less of things that I'm used to around here. And it was challenging to move my body. And since I've been back, I'm trying to work out the kinks and they're working out, which is nice. But what I noticed when my body was not feeling normal or whatever you want to call that, <laughs> how the inner critic was right there. I had lots to say, so much to say. And so I thought I'd attempt to make sense of this. And so I put some distinctions up on the board, the intolerance of my body versus the value of my body. Very different stances and very different outcomes, that's for sure. This is related to the class. The class focus today is on the stomach. Huh, the stomach. And the attempt to let go of control. We can hold a lot in our stomach. <sighs> Mm. As we hold and attempt to control, what ends up manifesting is anxiety. Anxiety. Mm. And so the idea of what would it be like to let go of some control. If you ever tried it, what you'll notice is you don't like it. Of course, we're so used to controlling. Controlling this, our space, and attempting to control other people. So it's predictable. We like to be predictable. We like others to be predictable. So we try and figure them out so quickly. It's like, I know who you are. I'm going to put you in this box and that's how you'll be. I know you, I'll put you in a box and that's how you, I know you'll be. And you can't be anything else in my space. You can only be this one character. And that's how we can move in the world. And that is born out of the relationship we have to ourselves. We like to be predictable and we like to keep ourselves contained in various different ways. And that's what's so brilliant about this practice is practices. It's about how to get outside of how we bind ourselves. You think of Kriyas. We've been doing some Kriyas over the last couple of days. Woo! Kriyas. Those are amazing. All about shaking things up. And the idea is to shake ourselves up every once in a while and to see what comes out. And so I'm going to walk you through these distinctions and see if you can relate to these distinctions. I might even have a question for you along the way. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> the intolerance of my body. <coughs> I do not like you, body. I wish you looked, felt, and behaved differently. That's the message the mind has to the body sometimes. You are not what I want. Oof. When I was writing these out, I was quite... I was becoming quite emotional because it's like such a stiff message. And oftentimes how we speak to ourselves is not how we would speak to someone else. 
It's very strange that way. Because you're not what I want, I'm just going to ignore you. If I can't ignore you, I will punish you because that's what you deserve. I'm just self-correcting my spelling errors up there. <laughs> I will punish you because that is what you deserve. And wow, are we amazing at that. How we can punish ourselves. And how blistering we can be towards ourselves. And again, if that's true here. Oh, just imagine what's outside happening within our relationships and how we attempt to hmm, poke and pick at people. Do what you're told. Just behave. And if you do, I'll leave you alone. You just shut up down there and do what you're told. And if you do, everything will be fine. And if you don't, hell is coming. And that is a message that we can have, and it's very unique to each of us. If you don't, I'll oppress you and cancel you. Sound familiar? Kind of like the culture that's happening these days. That's no surprise to me. It's the very way in which we treat ourselves, and it's starting to come out in the world, which is horrifying. If you don't do what you're told, I will oppress you and cancel you. Many, many examples of that happening these days. Even more, I'll kill you if I have to. And that happens. That happens. I've seen that play out many times. <coughs> the journey of death. It's brutal. Very difficult. And so we can do all sorts of crazy things to ourselves. We can starve ourselves, overeat, not hydrate, too much hydration. Not enough exercise, over-exercise. I will cut you, beat you. All the things in which we do and can do that lives inside all of us. And left unconstrained, it will take us to places we cannot recover from. And if you've been there, down in this chain somewhere, you've recovered enough to be here, thankfully, I've seen that go the other way, unfortunately, where people don't recover until there's nothing left. There's literally nothing left of them. And we're not too far, each of us, from that. We can fool ourselves like, oh, this doesn't relate to me. And it's like, eh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. You have the conversation about your body every day. And sometimes it's blistering. Sometimes it's not, thankfully how important it is to challenge how you speak to yourself because it matters. Words matter. We know that. And if we wouldn't say these things to other people, why would we say them to ourselves? It's this weird conflict that we can find ourselves in. And that's one of the things I've noticed with just feeling uncomfortable in my own body of late and the language that's waiting for me and how punishing it is. Come on, man, get your shit together, stupid body. All these things that I can say to myself. What's wrong with you? You're not acting right. And how that can 
skew my relationship to my body, the only body I'm ever going to have. And so I can disrespect myself so much that I disallow good things for myself, which is something I'm used to anyways. Disallowing good things in my life. I'm already good at that. And so it has to be a careful conversation, especially when I'm feeling out of sorts. The very reason why I'm speaking to this, to get it out of me. And include other people in the conversation. And I understand it's not that pleasant of a conversation. It's confrontational. It's like, Ugh. I have to think about how I treat myself and how I speak to myself. And to do that on a Saturday morning, <laughs> 7 a.m. on a retreat, probably not all that pleasant. But I'm asking you to do that anyways because you're about to practice. And how you practice matters. Everything is a practice. Everything. Even how you're seated here right now is a practice. How you see, how you listen, how you behave, everything. We are a bundle of practices. And to ensure that you are going to your mat with a intention. One that informs your body in a particular way. Where you leave this studio in a different posture with greater self-respect and trust and all the things in which we need. And so I'm going to move to the next distinction, the value of my body. I could talk many things about the value of the body, but I came up with these. (laughs) The idea is to cultivate enough conscious effort to be in and attend to your body, to be in and attend to this thing, because the tendency is not to do that. You are just simply here to serve me, and that's it. The vessel in which to do. It's the effort to pull yourself out of your protective state and stand up straight. The protective state is like, "Mm, I don't want the world in. I don't want you to come out. You are a source of pain for me. You carry my traumas, the ways in which I feel that I don't want to feel, and so I'm protective. Stay small. Stay small. Tucked in. Yoga is the opposite of that. How to stand up. Tadasan. Stand in your feet and your own body, shoulders back, eyes open. And heart open. I stand up straight because I choose to be open. That's a hell of a choice. One that takes tremendous courage, that is for sure, and you know that. More specifically, I'm strong and courageous enough to be open in the world. And in this world, your world. Ha! Every day, think about what you do. It's really quite incredible. For whatever reason, every day you stand up, out of bed, and do your thing. And how much courage that takes. Stunning. And it's often missed. How courageous you actually are. And the difference you're attempting to make. Not only for yourself, but those that you care for and the world in general. Remarkable. This act of vulnerability is my stance. It's the stance of confidence and competence. And to be able to show that, that you have some confidence, you have some competence, and to be able to stand in that. Because if you don't, you're the opposite. And if you're the opposite, that's not good for you. And what will end up happening is you'll be taken advantage of. And if in this unique world, there's people looking for 
that kind of person, somebody that's not competent nor competent, so they can take advantage of them. And that happens. And so stance matters. How you place yourself in the world absolutely matters. These are the very qualities I need to respect, appreciate, and take care of my body. Because if you don't, you won't. And you know that. It's so easy to be lazy. Ah. <laughs> it's so easy. It's so very difficult to take care of ourselves. It takes a tremendous amount of effort to do that. We have to change our entire life to do it. And that's what's in front of you now. If you're looking to make a change in your life, and specifically, that change is going to happen in your body. You're going to have to change your entire life for that to occur. Even if it's just adding one practice a day, your entire life changes. Just think, if you're going to meditate for two minutes every morning. <laughs> two minutes! Your entire life is going to change. I don't know, maybe start drinking hot water. A lot of benefits to hot water. Drink that throughout the day. It's going to take you time and effort to boil the water, to drink it. <laughs> Your entire life changes, and so on and so forth. And so not to minimize what you're up against, because you're up a lot. You're up against a lot, which is you and your past and your future. And so I have a question for you. What could you stop saying to yourself? What an interesting question. What could you stop saying to yourself that you know is not good for you? That's oriented towards your body. Ooh, talk about vulnerability. It's like, who wants to say that out loud? Probably nobody. You're not good enough? Okay, thank you for that. Mm -hmm. <coughs> it's a stiff message to the body, absolutely. Anybody else? Say it again. I'm unattractive. I'm unattractive, thank you for that. Not good enough? Not thin enough. Not thin enough. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, stiff messages, right? Ha! Ah. And it just goes on and on and on. I'm not strong enough. I'm skinny enough. I'm not this enough. I'm not that. I wish I was stronger. I wish I was this. That person seems to have their shit together. Why can't I be that person? And on and on and on. And that can be, oh, an all-consuming conversation. And that's, in some ways, what you're pushing against in your practice. And so you have to push against it consciously. Otherwise, you'll never survive that conversation. There's no room for that to occur. You know how you speak to yourself. The idea is to create a whole other kind of conversation that you can cultivate on your mat. That at some point, you start believing <laughs> that's what's so bizarre at some point you'll recognize that you don't believe what you want and how important it is you say it enough so you start to believe it whether it takes that whether it takes three days 30 days 90 days who knows and who cares the consistency is what's key You're ready for this, focused in on your stomach. Okay. Wouldn't it be something if you had less anxiety? Wouldn't it be amazing? <laughs> These conversations we can have with ourselves 
move into the body and we can become anxious beings and protective. And so this practice is all about the opposite. What am I standing for? What am I standing in? And why is it good for me? So we'll practice. Nice to be with you. Glad you're here.